my theme music. Every good hero should have some. That's right, everyone. This is Tim with Online Big Blue. bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. It's my theme music. Every good hero should have some. What's today? Today is Monday. The New York Giants are in the building. The New York Giants, of course, since they have a brand new head coach, since they have a uh, everything going on, they are allowed to come in and start anew this season a little bit earlier than anyone else. So they have their players are coming into the building today for the voluntary offseason workout program. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. I'm not going to have a lot of news about that, probably, because really there's nothing else to talk about. There's nothing to see. If Daniel Jones gets on the field and throws a pass, people would be like, oh, he threw a pass. Yeah, he's still not cleared for contact, but we're not going to get into that. We're going to talk about Dory Jackson. We're going to talk about Sam Howell. Um, just want to talk about a couple things. Of course, Dory Jackson, uh, the Shane, who only had about one and a half million in cap space, um, made a restructured basically a little bit of Dory's contract. He took about, uh, converted about $8.9 million of his contract into a signing bonus and while adding a avoidable year over in 2024, which kind of spreads out the future cap issues or implications. I can never say that word. The bottom line is the Giants freed up about 5.8 million or excuse me, 5.98 million. Um, when we, like I said, when we just had one and a half million to work with, I mean, it's a move that, um, you figure you're going to keep a Dory anyways, because you're going to try to move on from that 12.1 from James Bradbury. Uh, you would, you would think that maybe possibly there could be, there could be some type of restructure for Bradbury. Some kind of thing to keep him because he, for all the things that Bradbury may have lost a step a little bit last year, kind of had an off year. He's still, I would say, a top 15 corner. He's still a guy that can can be more than effective in this wink defense. And honestly, if you want to have any thought process of winning beyond five games this year, your defense better be stellar. And having a Dory Jackson or excuse me, having James Bradbury and Adoree Jackson as your starting corners is not a bad combination to have. But, you know, we, we have that big $16 million nut we have to take care of in, re- in reference to the rookie cap pool. That's going to weigh over our heads a little bit. So, you know what? These are moves that are going to have to be made. We're going to have to find out. We're going to have to find a little bit of a different way to, to save some money, to find some money, and, and, that, and that's kind of which way the direction the Shane is going. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that. Uh, I was interested in the fact to see that Sam Howell was drawing so much interest from the Giants. That Sam Howell, I think four scouts came out to, uh, to see Sam Howell. And it, I, found that, I found that kind of interesting because of the fact that the Giants have always been talking about how Daniel Jones is a man and how Daniel Jones, uh, he is going to do what he needs to do. And we are going to support him and we're going to put some venerable pieces around him to make sure that he has the best opportunity possible to be the greatest starting quarterback ever because of the fact that if you don't have everything perfect for Sam Daniel Jones, nothing will work out. So they think so highly of Daniel Jones, they sent four guys to scout Sam Howell. <laughs> Sam Howell, of course, is the North Carolina quarterback coming in at 6'1", 220 pounds. I, I'm interested to see what his real height is. I think he's college 6'1". I think he's anywhere between 5'11 and 6 feet. Um, he, he's a, he's a North Carolina guy. He was a North Carolina quarterback at high school. He passed for over something like 17,000 yards, something crazy like that. And then of course he went over and and committed to the Carolina. You know, I, I find it interesting because I spoke to a gentleman who was a former scout. He was the same guy that gave me the Andrew Thomas issue and information. Same guy that told me that we were going to sign James Bradbury and Blake Martinez, same guy that gave us information that has been correct 
multitudes of times. I'm trying to get him on the show, but he is not sure whether or not he is fully retired yet <laughs> uh, because he doesn't want to uh, divulge information and, and then find out he's not retired. Um, but he basically said in his mind, Sam Howe, three words, developmental starting quarterback. So how is that different than Malik Willis? I don't think that Sam has the upside of Malik. You want to talk about a bad game? Go look at the excuse me, go look at the Virginia Tech game this year, and you'll see what you'll see the issues that Sam Howell has. He's mostly, and I'm going to say mostly, they they mostly come at night. Mostly, is an accurate quarterback. You know, it's amazing. She only made one film. This little girl from Aliens. She made one film. That was the film. She just looked at it, said it was said it was you know said it was her her war and peace and dropped the mic and left. Never went back to Hollywood again. But you know what? He's a guy that is mostly accurate. He's got he's got I mean, he doesn't have problems throwing the deep ball or dropping the football in between zones. He needs to consistently place the ball where he intends it to go. <laughs> I think that's going to be one of his issues. And he needs to try to find uh, a way to throw more receivers open. But I would say majority of the time he's an accurate thrower. He's an accurate, he's an accurate type guy. His decision-making processing in his head. Uh, this is where it worries me a little bit. Cause this is where I see a little bit of Daniel Jones. He does overcommit. And I got this. I wrote this down. He overcommits to predetermined reads. Who does that sound like? Who does that sound like? And he has a hard time at times coming off his primary option. And he unravels a little bit in the red zone. He, and and he, if you've watched him in the red zone, he's taken bad sacks. He's, he's become too risky with the football. And he, sometimes he's looking more to scramble than he is to look to put the ball where he needs to put it. And that, that, should, that should worry any Giant fan when you hear the Giants send four guys to look at him. Now, don't get me wrong. He's a tough kid. He, you know, he battled. He battled through basically 2021. He'll hang in the pocket. And one thing that he's unlike Daniel Jones, un-Daniel Jones-like, he'll hang in that pocket while keeping his eyes downfield. But then again, he has a problem, and I wrote it down, overcommitted to predetermined reads. That's actually from a scout, from a scouting report. And he's, he's a guy, again, that when you get into his face while he'll hang in the pocket, he, is, he can be guilty at times of kind, of kind of sliding out of the pocket, drifting away, and which will make him even more inconsistent in the red zone. I mean, he'll go through his, like I said, he will go through his progressions. But I think one of the biggest things he's going to have to work on is work on scanning the entire field. And I think that's one of the reasons that he's, going to, he's dropping or has dropped exponentially since the start of the draft. And there's one thing. Oh, my God. Another, now another thing that worries me that's Daniel Jones-esque. Hal is guilty, watch it, of patting the football before he starts his throwing motion. I have yelled about this, about Daniel Jones, for how long that he pats the baby. I always said he's patting the baby. He's burping. I always, old expression, he's burping the baby. That's the old expression I use for Daniel Jones. He's got a quick motion and a compact release, 
which I, I think at times does not help him generate this, the, the amount of velocity he needs on his passes, but he pats the ball before he throws. And again, another thing that reminds me way too much of Daniel Jones. If you watch his pocket awareness, at times is lacking. <laughs> and this is at North Carolina. It's time is, is times at, he lacks pocket awareness. He fails to feel the pressure around him, and he has a difficult time climbing the ladder. And again, this was in college. He doesn't have the biggest arm. I've said this before. He doesn't. Will he be able to drive the ball and get enough velocity on the ball to make all the throws? That that um that that I got that I have to wait and see because I don't know. It's different than seeing it at the pro level. That's the difference. Now his mobility is going to be there. He's going to be he he's going to be able to 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 make he's going to be a point guard who can create his own shot. We talked about that before. He can rip off chunks of yards at the time as a runner. And he's and he can't throw on the run. Something Daniel Jones can't do. But he's got he's got that flair, he's got that panache. Is he Malik Willis? No. Is he Ritter? No. Is he Desmond? No. He's not Desmond Ritter. But you know, they're they're different players. I I I like to look at him also as a guy that is a competitor. He is a tough competitor. He can like I said, he can make the throws. Mac Brown praised him exponentially for his ability to master his, his offense. He's also a guy. That he's a he was a former baseball guy. I, th- I still think he is a baseball guy. So he's got a little bit of that baseball player with him in reference to the way he releases the ball and throws, which I think is a good thing. I like I like to see him eliminate Pat in the ball, and in some ways, shorten the throwing motion. Not 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 his release, his throwing motion. He should shorten. I mean, I think he should shorten it up a little bit. I mean, I I see a third, maybe four. I I personally have him as a third or fourth round value. But it's interesting. Like I said, he's he's a short in some regards. He's a shorter Daniel Jones clone with some of the things he does, some of the things that he does poorly. And I think that should scare any giant fan away from, from from seeing some of the things that he does. And I, you have to, in some regards, you have to worry about it. I think you have to worry about that. You have to be concerned about that. And for the Giants to show so much, is it a smoke screen? I don't think it's a smoke screen, smoke screen because of the fact that you're looking at, you're looking at a guy that's probably going to be taking the third or fourth round. But if you're going to take a developmental guy, why not just go with the guy with the highest upside? Malik Willis. Bring him the Go with the Maliker. Shove it on the Malik Willis Express and moving down the track. I don't know. But like I said, they're only scouting. I don't I never get I never get all pumped up or all excited or all worried because they're just scouting. They're just scouting these guys. It doesn't it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> doesn't mean they're gonna it doesn't mean they're gonna sign them. It doesn't mean I'm assuming it doesn't mean they're gonna draft them. But like I said, I, I just hope that they, they have the thought process. They have the ability to look through this, see what they have, see what they get. They're going to do, I, I, like I said, I am giving confidence and faith with the Giants that they are more than doing their due diligence 
to make sure that everything that they do is right for this organization and everything that they do now is moving in the right direction and the right process to really get this put together. Don't forget, we get the big stream on Tuesday with the Dahmer. Had a lot of fun with James and Big Eli and Emmanuel and, and Mark Thompson, who dropped into the stream. We had a great time yesterday. I really appreciate everyone stood in there for, we didn't go three hours. That's what she, she didn't go three hours. That's what she said. But we went long enough. That's what she said. And you know what? We're, we're gaining more and more traction on these streams. The streams are awesome. I really do appreciate and I appreciate everyone that comes out every day and supports the channel. Happy birthday to yesterday to Big Hirsch for real. He had another birthday in the room yesterday. I forgot who it was, but I will definitely be reminded. But again, this is Tim of the Online Big Blue, bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk entertainment. And as always, if you like, if you subscribe, if you ring that bell, I think you know what it means. That'd be awesome.